Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. A federal jury has found Republican Congressman Jeff Fortenberry guilty on three felony counts, charging him with making false statements to the FBI about his knowledge of campaign donations made with funds from a foreign national. A week-long trial in L.A., the jury returned the verdicts after less than three hours of deliberation. And the prosecutor said that Congressman Fortenberry lied to the investigators when he said he didn't know that a Lebanese-Nigerian businessman donated about $30,000 to his campaign through middlemen at a 2016 fundraiser in Glendale, California. The defense argued that uh, Congressman Fortenberry uh, was, was just distracted. Uh, he, had, he had a bad phone connection when the fundraiser organizer told him, oh, that $30,000 comes from the Lebanese-Nigerian businessman. Had no idea. He did not take the stand in his own defense. 866-997-GRIT. Let's talk, shall we? Um, let's go to the phones. Brian in Oregon, thank you for your patience on hold. Hey, John, on how are you doing? XM. I'm great, sir. How are you? I am doing well. Um, <laughs> I was going to remind you, uh, well, before I completely forget, uh, I want to remind you of that uh, Lindsey Graham, I think, is in the uh, uh, crosshairs of the... Um, Georgia, Fulton County, Georgia, DA as well, uh, with his that's right. Um, that's right. meddling and called to the, what I can't remember who he called, but he was meddling. He called. Trump he called the Secretary of State. He called the Secretary of State as well. And again, Lindsey Graham, pretty sure, uh, is not a resident or representative of Georgia, and yet he called Georgia to try to get them to find enough votes for Donald Trump to steal the election. Yeah. Why he is still allowed to serve in the Senate? because Democrats are the ones who'd be in charge of getting him out. That's that's all I can think. Exactly. I think so, too. And um, I had something else I was telling Steve about. I, well, I told her I forgot what it was. But anyways, that's kind of what I got. I can't remember what the hell the other thing was. Oh, um, I, I don't but, know. Uh, Lindsey Graham, oh, Russia, a uh, couple um, things going on in the world. My, uh, about the um, um, uh, 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 daylight savings. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Is it too late <laughs> uh, to get into it's that? It's not too late. Okay. No, it's never too late. Listen, this yep. is the ADD show. If it's in your head, it's on the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had it in my head, but then, uh, anyways, I, I've been distracted because now, of course, with daylight savings, uh, the human is screwed up and has to do is uh, putting in the chickens um, at a different time. And I was the chickens don't give a rat's ass. They think it's the same time every day, but I don't uh, have that luxury. Is it hard on so, you? I mean, it, it, it I, was farm, farmers are the reason we have this in the first place. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. But I don't grow crops. 
So, and with the milk cows, we used to, you know, stagger, you know, go a half hour and then switch. But they're pretty adaptable. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad the cows are adaptable. I hope the people can be too. I well, generally, but um, I like jumping. uh, You know, springing forward instead of falling back. (laughs) Okay. Me too. Me too. I, I don't, you know, I, look, it's like, I, I have a, I have a, I live in New York City and have a child and I'm a comedian. I have no set sleep hours. I'm always tired. It never applies to me. I don't know how the hell you do it, man. It's, I, uh, uh I, well, I, listen, I just think the whole thing is goofy, like daylight savings. We, we, we're, we're little insects on this planet. We don't have the power to save daylight. And now they're calling it the sunshine protection. Well, no, we can't. Human, we can't protect sunshine. We're just, we're just, we're playing around with clocks. That's what we're doing. It, we're playing it, with clocks. Exactly, exactly. It's human bullshit, uh, and it's all the same to anybody else. It's not a human. <laughs> That's right. Anyways, on that, have a dynamite weekend, and um, uh, hopefully, Clarence Thomas uh, gets. Uh, I think I'd rather see him indicted than die. Mm, um, I would rather see him indicted than dying as well. I'm no, a no, 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 of... I, I would rather see him dying than die. Oh, I don't want him to die. I no, want no, well, him that's, to... I mean, he's in the I want him to face guy, justice. Like... I want him to face justice, yeah. yeah exactly. I want him to have a long, <laughs> healthy life of scorn and disrepute, because I care. <laughs> Me too. What a, it, it, what a stupid guy. He's never really done anything. Clarence Thomas, what are you talking about? He spent the last 30 years dismantling Thurgood Marshall's legacy, sir. That's what he was hired to do. Well, well, he was a lapdog for Scalia. Anyways, anyways, it was just a wasted, wasted, another wasted opportunity. Not if you're a racist in power. um, (laughs) Brown Jackson. Ah, I didn't screw it up. No Jackson Brown. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much, man. Let us go, shall we, to Angela in Maryland. Angela, thank you for your patience. Hey, how you doing? It's been a long time since I called in. I hope you're well. I'm doing okay. Thank you. I am. Great. Uh, Great. Mom's doing okay, too. And I just, I wanted to posit something with you. Please. I think we now know why pretty much why Donald Trump tore up those notes in Helsinki when he met with Putin. I think Putin laid the Ukraine bullshit on him in that meeting. Really? And he was so scared that he tore up those notes. Laid what Ukrainian bullshit on him? That, that he has to the, withhold the, arm shipments? The plan, the, the plan for him to invade Ukraine. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't think Donald Trump's high enough on the food chain of the Kremlin to tell him about their plans. You know, everyone keeps no, saying, no, no, why? No, 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 no. Vladimir told Donnie what he was right. going to do. Maybe. And Donnie, I, was, so, and Donnie was so scared that he tore up the notes. I, you know what? I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, listen, I respect you, but I don't think Donald Trump could no. find Ukraine on a map. I don't think that would scare him if he was told. I <laughs> well, think he would think that was neato. That's true yeah. too. Listen, but, all these right wingers saying, "What? What?" Everyone's saying, "Why did? Why didn't Putin invade when Trump was in in, in office?" Well, he didn't have to. No, he was getting NATO dismantled from the inside out not. when that's Trump was in office. That's my point. Yeah, that's my the whole, point. Just, Putin's whole Putin playbook was. Putin said, uh, "Okay, you've been president for a couple of years." This is it's pay up time now. I'm going into Ukraine and you're not doing shit about it. Yeah, That's well, what I think happened. 
I, 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 it's very I, I, sexy as a fan of that. conjecture, I like it. Yeah, it's very yes. sexy yeah. for that to be a thing that could exist. But Donald yeah. Trump is a person who is on tape bragging about getting shot down by women. He cannot keep his mouth shut about a single thing. He can't. No, I mean, he can't. There's no. Remember that yeah. he's like, you know, I went after her like a bitch, and she, you know, she turned me down. I mean, let's yeah. not forget, life is so crazy right now that the government came out and said, yeah. yeah, there's UFOs and nobody cared. Like the government admitted there's UFOs and nobody cared. And my wife has convinced me that the government did that because they were so certain Donald Trump was going to reveal it, possibly for money, that they wanted to get ahead of it. That's why they came out. Yeah. Charmin's on to something. He just can't yeah. keep his full mouth shut. Those hideous, flapping, yeah. anus-like lips of his. No. It, it, Putin would not tell him anything. Putin would just tell yeah. him, you know, defund, defund uh, uh, NATO. Uh, you yeah. know, pull out of open skies and uh, and try to, you know, pull your troops out of Germany without telling Germany first, because that's all stuff that Trump did. Yeah, well, I want to I want to live in a world where Navalny is president of Russia and yeah. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson is chief justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. <laughs> that's where that's where she's headed. Mom you know and what? I were yep. watching. We're watching the hearings, and she said she's going to be chief justice. Yeah, so, I mean, I I would love to see it one day. I'd lo- I mean, it yeah. could happen. It really could. Yeah, you know, I I she's got I the grew goods, up, man. Oh yeah, I mean, I grew yeah. up, you know, watching Nelson Mandela go from being in jail to being the president of uh right. of of South Africa watching Vaclav Havel exactly. go from being in jail to being the president of the Czech Republic and watching Lech Walesa go Lech from Walesa. being in jail to being the president of right. Poland. So yeah, I'm going to get my Navalny right. 2024 shirts ready. Damn right. Damn right. And uh as a as a final good night to you my dearest, I will say leave the gun, take the cannoli. Take the cannoli. Right on, Angela. <laughs> You're the best. Okay. Happy uh, 50th anniversary of The Godfather to you. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the Valley's posters if he was running. Imagine the T-shirts. Too tough for poison. Too tough for Siberia. Navalny. <laughs> Finally, the man Russia deserved. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Keith Price is waiting in the wings. Keith is a terrific comic and a terrific broadcaster. He was the first openly gay black radio host at Sirius XM, co-anchoring the morning show on the late lamented breakthrough channel OutQ. Please do your soul a favor and listen to his wonderful Broadway podcast, Keith Price's Curtain Call. Many Broadway shows have already shut down twice. Keith is open all night. Hello, Comedy Daddy. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, I am. Open all night, baby. <laughs> I'm groovy. How you doing? I'm very good. I was just reading a tweet from Senator Marsha Blackburn from Ugh. the uh, beautiful state of Tennessee, and um, it's really special. She writes, the Constitution grants us rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, not abortions. 
which is okay, <laughs> except the Constitution never says that. That's what the Declaration of Independence says. Thank you, Marsha, you ignorant five-foot-high pile of hair. Um, Keith, I, I don't want to be mean to these people. I don't want to be mean uh, to these mean people. We can't fight meanness with meanness. No, but we but, can fight meanness with shade. <laughs> well, listen to this. We've 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 already played Lindsey Graham being uh, an abusive drama queen, and uh, and, and, and we've already played Ted Cruz. Uh, really, Ted Cruz was so obnoxious. I fled the country for Cancun. But here is <laughs> Judge Jackson schooling Tom Cotton. Mm. So, so no opinion on whether America would be safer or less safe if we released all the detainees from Guantanamo Bay. Senator, America would be less safe if we don't have terrorists out running around attacking this country. Absolutely. America would also be um, more safe in a situation in which all of our constitutional rights are protected. This is the way Boom. our scheme works. This is how the Constitution that we all love um, operates. It's, it's about making sure that the government is doing what it's supposed to do in a time of crisis. As Justice Gorsuch said, the Constitution no! is not suspended in times of crisis. The government still has to follow the rules. And so criminal defense lawyers make sure that in times of crisis, the government is following the rules. I'm sorry. She gives them Boom. the shade and then the Gorsuch smackdown. Here's what mm -hmm. your Nazi said. Beautiful, Keith. What have you been thinking of the hearing so far? I have to say that I have I have wanted to be someone that could have the patience of Job. Because, <laughs> baby, I sat and watched that woman. I could see her face change in those moments, but she kept a sort of a smile. She did. Because she knew what was being thrown and what was being hurled at her. And I think that that's probably, you know, thank God for whatever team helped prep her for this particular process, because right. I mean, she's, she, you know, she's tough on her own and she's got right behind her. And, you know, Cory Booker with his moment is like, you're here because, you know, God has your back. Like, you know, if anybody wants to pretend that they're not religious at any point in time, you have to give in to some sort of divine energy because there is no way that, Anyone could sit there that is as rational and as well qualified as that woman is to sit there and take that abuse from ex schoolmate fucking Ted Cruz trying to come for her. <laughs> like, you know, she's probably like, bitch, my grades were better than yours. And you're going to sit here, and like, now we're sitting here having this moment. I guess you should have been nicer to me when I was in the so and so at the commissary or whatever the, the student yard is at Harvard, whatever Harvard yard had. You know, she, she, I think, exhibited the kind of grace and the kind of, of, of energy that every person who is going to endure that process or processes like that, that's the way yes. you have to hold it together. Because I'm telling you, I, my earrings came off at a couple of points in time. I was ready to throw, <laughs> I was throwing a shoe at the TV. I was cursing. My neck was all twisted out. I had to take in a leave because I was just rocking my neck. No, this motherfucker didn't have the nerve to say this. Who you think you talking to? Like, I mean, it was so, the disrespect was so palpable that it, it just made me want to scream. But, know. you know, God bless that woman for sitting there 
and just smiling right through because I think in the end she knows like they're not going to sway her. She's like, these people already voted for me once. Like, I don't That's know right. why they sit here tripping, but they but tripping because you know, they're tripping. Well, but you know, when Trump was president, we, we would say the cruelty is the point. Right. And I think in this case, they all know she's going to get the job. They all know mm-hmm. she's got what they'll never have long term exactly. job security in Washington, D.C. But Keith, I think in this case, the disrespect is the point. They have no good points to make, but they want their voters and donors to see them on camera being really hard on this, uh, shall we say, arrogant black woman, because arrogant is the new uppity. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they call it. Arrogance is the new word. Arrogant is the new uppity. So so I got I got to I got to ask you about Lindsey Graham, because um, I, I really need some that advice. Bitch. Yeah, let's 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 talk about her. Um, this so so two years ago, um, uh, several DC rent boys came out and said that Lindsay was mm-hmm. notorious in the community, and uh, he his his name his trade name within the business was Lady G. So every now and then you'll see Lady G trending, and people use that as shorthand. Um, and sometimes, you know what happens, uh, what do liberals love more than anything? Being offended by shit. And this includes, uh, LGBT liberals as well, who Mm -hmm. don't like seeing Lindsey Graham, who is a homophobe, who Mm -hmm. voted against the Employment Non-Discrimination Act, who voted Mm -hmm. against gay marriage, who voted against gay adoptions, who has consistently stood up against dignity for LGBT Americans his entire Mm -hmm. congressional career, that I'm the homophobe for calling him... Lady, Lady G, G. I, I, I want your thoughts, but first let's assist them to a little bit of him. This is A2, Chris. This is Lindsey Graham, once again, very upset about the past slights of hearings gone by. Listen to the man that we're trying to mock. Senator, every person in all of these uh, charts and documents. I think, I think I played the wrong clip. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Once again, but here's one thing uh, that won't happen to you as we wrap this up. Here it is. Listen to this. How would you feel that if I'd had a letter from somebody accusing you of something, a crime or misconduct for weeks, and I give it to Senator Durbin just before this hearing's over and not allow you to comment on the accusation? How would you feel about about Brett Kavanaugh? Senator, I'm I'm not sure. I don't understand the context of the question. Well, let me. Did you watch the Kavanaugh hearings? <laughs> no, no, sir. Are Why you familiar with what happened in the Kavanaugh hearings? Not mad Generally. about the sex abuse. Senator, your time is well. Please, Mr. Listen Chairman. Listen to this. Uh, Durbin so, tries. To be honest, it's a minute and forty-seven seconds. She filibustered every question I had, and she has a right to give an answer. Bitch. But I'm trying to make a point in twenty minutes. You were here mm-hmm. for Kavanaugh. If she's confused about what happened. Some people on the other side had an accusation against Judge Kavanaugh that during high school, uh, he sexually College. assaulted somebody. College. And the rest that was is never history. investigated. That was known to the people on the other side and never revealed during the meetings they had with Judge Kavanaugh. It was literally ambushed. He was ambushed. How would you feel if we did that to you? <laughs> Senator, I've appreciated the kindness that each of you has shown oh, me to he, he makes see it easy me for in her. your offices to talk with me mm-hmm. about but, my approach. But, but my question is, what if it, during our 15-minute exchange, it was very pleasant. You're what a very if? nice person. You have a lot to be what proud if? of. I would never do that to you. <laughs> Lindsey Graham, If I had what some if? information 
that's sketchy at best, that somehow you've done something wrong, I promise you, just from human decency, I would share it with you. I would not disclose it at the last minute of the last day. Of okay, the we've heard enough. I think. I, I, I think. Look, the point is, please. Lindsey Graham is never mad at Brett Kavanaugh's behavior. He's not mad no. that a couple of years ago, Dr. Blasey Ford went to her therapist and said this young man named Brett Kavanaugh attacked me at a college party once. Mm-hmm. No, he he he's mad that Kavanaugh was asked about it. That's what yes. Lindsey's still upset about. And the problem here is, Keith, uh, Judge Katanji Jackson Brown has uh, no such accusations against her for a simple exactly. reason. She's never given anyone reason to accuse her of such things. Exactly. And again, she, like every person of color that has to walk through the door into some situation like this, Obama doesn't have baby mamas. Obama, Uh I mean, that we know of, or like he paid them off really, really well, or they all have like some sort of friendship or something, but Uh we don't know about them. You know, he, you know, wore a tan suit and the world lost their minds. You know, not the world. Only a few white people here. Only a few white people. That's true that. But like, again, this is his attempt to grandstand for his Fox friends. This is an opportunity for him to make it look like he's doing something in the name of South Carolina, because wasn't there a candidate that was from South Carolina that might have been considered at one point yes. that he had given all the thumbs up to? So yes. he's probably up there sour grapes. And he, he, because... no, he's definitely, he has me- mentioned her, Michelle Childs many times. He's mentioned her and complained about it relentlessly. You know, so he's, he's already upset that the person that he certainly could have gotten behind and had made this big grandstand that he's being all bipartisan would have been wonderful. But what he has to do now is to tear down this woman. And what is so fascinating is, is that, you know, what are they trying to attack her on? It's like we watched them all day with the abortion thing, and they're trying to get her opinions on all of these things that they know she's not going to give to them. And thank God she has the, the resolve to sit there and be like, I'm already telling you what's going over. And she could say it over and over and over again, not a drop of sweat on her face, her hair. She didn't twist her neck at once at all, because I'm telling you, I'd have been like that Viola Davis meme and just grabbed my bag and just walked out that room because honestly, it's not worth it for the mental state for me. But I also understand that when you are the first of some sort of event, when you are the person of color who gets past the, the, the marking, and I mean, this is yes. from my own experience, that you have to have a certain standard of resolve in order to maintain the gig because you are the, the target. And what's so sad is, is that now <laughs> at this point, <laughs> they're going to have to answer to somebody named Katanji. Like <laughs> they, they, they couldn't take a Susan, a black Susan or That's right. a black Sarah or, you That's know, a Michelle or anything. They get in a Katanji and they're getting a yeah. Katanji who's coming in with, you know, the endorsements of so many fantastic people along her, her career route because she has been more than exemplary in every role that she's had to take oh, on. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. But they'll say and, her you know, first again, name all they can. You know, Katanji is the new Hussein. <laughs> but, but, but again, it's like she's going to have to, she's answering to a bunch, you know, some home ec major and she's answering to, <laughs> you know, some asshole that was a, a, one of her competitors at one point in her her harvard upbringing and yeah. and she's got to answer to these people that are far less qualified to do absolutely anything they're barely qualified enough to do the jobs that they pretend to be doing and she's got to answer to them whereas they let brett kavanaugh sit there and yell like if i were michelle I uh, klobuchar when he like yelled at her it's like i would have said to him bitch don't you understand this is a job interview 
You don't mm-hmm. yell at the people of Joe. But nobody but did that. That's the entitlement. That's the entitlement. How dare exactly. you? Ask me these inconvenient questions for a job that is destined to be mine. I didn't then, have a bunch of rich guys pay off my credit card debt and pay my country club mm-hmm. dues and, yep. pay, and, and pay off my mortgage, all of which happened, and we still don't know who got bread out of hock, but they bought themselves mm-hmm. a Supreme Court justice. And those exactly. questions were never asked, just like Dr. Blasey Ford never had a thorough investigation of her accusations. Nope. And, and the bottom line is, is that, okay, so... Do we go back and say, well, is it partisan for them to have done the things that they did? Or is it partisan for us to do the things that we'd like to do that are actually going to be of benefit to not only the people that are around them and their work environment, but also for the actual people of this country? And oh, it's like, yeah, and yeah. that's the difference. And that is, is it part- the difference. What we're asking, is it partisan uh, to investigate credible claims of sexual assault? And this is the party that impeached Bill Clinton. For a damn blow yes, job. Uh, exactly. David in Hartford. Oh, I'm sorry, David. Then, Chris, you jump in. Hi, David. Brother John. Good evening. You're on with Keith and uh, Chris. What's going on, man? And Keith. Hey. What a hey. hey. I said to, I said to, uh, to Thea, I said, oh, man, I've been wanting to talk to John. It's been a while, but but on nights that Keith is on, it's like a bonus. Because I, like, I yeah. love when y'all are on. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, Keith classes the place up quite a bit from the place. <laughs> right on, to. man. And you know it's so simple, but it's so it's so important. Like when John John will say something funny, it's like just hearing Keith laugh is is just it's like medicine, man. It's just great, you know, I, just I love, agree. I love the He's very kind that. to laugh at my. I, I, the sound of Keith's <laughs> fake laughing to my jokes really helps restore my it crippled is, uh, self-esteem. It is not <laughs> fake laughter, and you know it. <laughs> you know that tickles me to the core. David, what do you? What do you think of the hearings, David? <laughs> Yo, man, um, I tuned in late tonight, so I just kind of assumed that the topic would be the topic. It, I, my, my mind has been going as, as yours has been all week, all month, et cetera. Um, you know, part of my part of what's still on my mind right now is is part of what happened to you last night when you got another one of those troll like calls. And I know you get them from time oh, to time. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, this was our, our know, Orlando racist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, bro, I just have to say. Like, and I know Keith will agree. Um, and I know you're a humble cat, man. I know that. And because uh, I listen to Tom Hartman, you, you both remind me of each other in terms of how humble you are. And, and I don't mean to make you uncomfortable by complimenting you, but I think it's important to say that, you know, your style of handling people like that is really, really important because thank you. not only would it be good if you were just on your own in your personal life, but you have a platform where all of us can hear it. And I think... You know, if if uh, mentoring is the right word, it's what you're doing is is really a, a, a value, a value and a service. And you're a very kind. Type of... <laughs> well, that means a lot to me. But what what what, I, what I'm most flattered by is that you talked about my humility because I I don't want to brag, but I my humility is astonishing. I am the most humble person. I think I've ever known. I've known some really humble people, but I, I, I'm going to be honest. My humility kicks their humility's ass. On the regular, and uh, I'm, I'm goddamn proud to brag about how humble I am. I really am. But for really am. but for real, man, that's like a really important, um, you know, trait to have. And and because I I also love it that you 
because of your background, you're able to weave the whole religion aspect into these types of conversations and bring it right back to that old phrase of what we always heard and sometimes think about, which is what would Jesus do? Thank um, you. And humility. Well, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I weave the religion reason. aspect in. I weave the hypocrisy aspect in because I'm Jesus taught me to call out hypocrites. And that's one of the only things I have in common. Only thing I come with Jesus. I call out religious hypocrites and I don't and wear my hair in a man bun. That's it. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I, and I, I, and we're both circumcised. I assume otherwise I don't have much in common with the uh, Carpenter, I haven't seen you in sandals. Just don't start wearing the sandals. I can't. <laughs> no, I I, I hey, wore flip flops you know, in the, the Sea weather, of Galilee. Weather is starting to weather's going to get warmer now, so you know. I know it's already spring. Yeah, man, it's it a might balmy be forty-seven time. degrees today. Yeah, man. And, but you know, when we all know there's nothing about... better than wearing open-toed sandals on those streets in New York City. That's right. <laughs> you never know Yo, what you'll Chris. bring home. What up, Chris? <laughs> I got to say, Chris's impression of comb over Caligula is one of the best things I ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, you have got to hear the video. We just put out the video of uh, the new episode of Caffeinated, and it's, it's, it's Trump and Jared having a conversation about China right before the World Economic Forum. And I wrote the script, and I'm like, you know what? I, my Trump is, is terrible. I do stand-up about how bad my Trump is. I've got to bring this to Chris and see if he'll do it. And I played Jared, and Chris played Trump, and the whole thing is Trump doesn't understand Chinese names. So when yeah. he wants to know... You know who is who's the who's the premier of, of who's the president of China? No, who was the last guy? You know when? No, no. When was the premier? When was the premier of what? China. China didn't have a premier. And Chris, I mean, it was me just ripping off Adam, Abbott and Costello. Everyone needs to listen to it. Uh, it's on my my Facebook, my Twitter, and it's on YouTube. Uh, and Chris nails Trump. It's astonishing how well does. he does it. Yeah. Oh, he always does. But yeah, that's another thing, man. Um, keep doing those caffeinated, bro, because we love them. I've been sharing them. And Thank you. They're, they're awesome. Um, yeah, real quick, because uh, I know I, I want to get make room for others. I'm sure are waiting. But uh, Jimmy Kimmel had a great point last night in his monologue about what you guys are talking about with the with KBJ and the hearings. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance to peep it, um, it was just like you know the the audacity of the soft on crime criticism. Yes, I saw that. Who, he talked about how they they you know they're talking about she's soft on crime when they all voted <laughs> to let Trump walk after he tried right. to shoplift Thank the White you. House. Yeah, Thank dude. You. It's like wow, you guys are really <laughs> you're desperate, man. You're real desperate right now. Yeah, Trump uh, leads a mugging of the Capitol building to steal something, but she's soft on crime. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're seeing we're seeing the worst in people, but we're also seeing the best in people. It's like that's everything what I keep saying. Yeah, man. That's, and that's yeah, what man. this show is. You've got me and Chris no to be doubt. the worst of people, no. and you got Keith and Theo yep. to be the best of people. That's how it works. Dude. David, thank <laughs> you. You're a gentleman. Uh, thank you, bro. Thanks for for holding this. Um, it's almost like a a, a nutritious town meeting uh, every you know five nights a week. It's part of that's our what we try to do. We want it to be sort of like a a spirited town hall mixed with a really depressing alcoholic dive bar vibe. And that's what we that's what we strive for every (laughs) day. And sometimes celebrities wander in accidentally. You got go my ahead. man Mickey in the back, the guy who's always calling in with the with the with the music trivia and you guys go toe to toe. Yeah. You got him is that his name? Mickey? Mitch. 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 Yes. Mitch. Mitch is in the back making drinks, man. That's in that. <laughs> I, uh, Mitch is, <laughs> Mitch is by far our most popular <laughs> listener. All yeah. I get is people saying, please, more Mitch, more Mitch on the show. Social media, they go crazy <laughs> for the man. Thank you so much, David. It's so I good can't... to hear from you. Chris, go ahead. You want to process? Well, I, I can't believe this uh, because it's uh, we're so far removed from the reference that the joke is no longer funny. But, Keith, <laughs> I was able to reach into the multiverse and uh-huh. pull, 
pull audio from a, from a, a another universe dimension where you are in the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings um, as a Supreme Court justice nominee undergoing Ooh. the same line of questioning as Judge Kataji <laughs> Brown Jackson. Really? I, I yeah, listen to this. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> yep, seven that's about years. it. I've been asking for a sound effects box like Stephanie Miller has for seven years so I can play movie quotes like that. <laughs> yep, that sounds just about right because... Because, uh, I mean, honestly speaking, between Holly and Cotton alone, and then Foghorn Leghorn for the backup, it was like, mm -hmm. I was so ready to just line them all up and just do that full giant Three Stooges slap across the face. Because <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's just, that's, that's pretty much where they are now at this stage of the game. And it's like, you, the whole drama that they created today, and the, yesterday and the day before, and you know the fact that she's she stood through it and didn't and did not get black on them like that you know she <laughs> clearly the time at Harvard taught her how to work on her customer service energy because it was very oh thank you God. senator for that question you so know what I'm funny. saying like don't it's the truth that's what we so got to do that's our code speak you know we have so, to always have the customer service voice when we're dealing oh, with irritating white people I and know. She, she held her own honey. And I ask for those people mad at you about the Lady G thing. It's like, it's really Please, that's my question, because I, I, I was called a homophobe so much, finally. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'll take the damn tweet down. The whole tweet was a <laughs> listing of all the pro-LGBT policies that Lindsey mm -hmm. Graham has opposed. And my whole yep. point was, it's not, it's mocking his hypocrisy, not his sexuality. But I do mm -hmm. think... There's a special place in hell for closeted gay men. I respect your privacy. I get it. I grew up in the 80s. I understand being in the closet. But mm -hmm. but closeted gay men who work to hurt other LGBT people, who fight gay adoptions. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. As Moses said to Pharaoh, fuck that. I'm calling him out. <laughs> I'm calling but, him uh, out. But, but, but is Lady G, is, is inherently saying Lady G a, a homophobic act? No, it really isn't. And I guess, you know, if it's LGBT people that are coming at you it's like they're living their um that's like the n-word thing because again yeah me and my friends you know we are lady g she miss thing oh, yeah and that bitch. And, yeah. and that bitch yeah and so it's like so if they're upset of the fact that you are saying it because you're not a gay man then they themselves are just dealing with their own personal issues about how they want to be seen as gay because they think that maybe you're just making fun of gay people when you're saying that and it's I like know. no you're not no you're not honey <laughs> I know, it's like I know. and and honestly for them if they're spending their time calling you a homophobe please go back and look at what's going on in the world because all right then what that about, is the what shit about... that's getting them so upset that they are missing the boat the, the boat all together i'm enjoying this and by the way i'm going to need a gay permission slip from you to do these jokes yeah, again. i will certainly but, sign but it what, what yes. about the trump and 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 putin like like that trump uh is putin's you know sex slave bitch because uh we all made those kind of jokes for years and my whole point of it was you know it, it's not homophobic it's homoerotic it's a joke about <laughs> two homophobes. Trump is a homophobe. He tried to ban yep. trans people from service. Putin's a huge homophobe. He kicked mm -hmm. them all out of the country before the Sochi Games. Who kicks yep. out the event planners the week before the Olympics? Putin. That's a. And I'm like, if I'm making it, there's no gay people being mocked. It's a gay sex joke. And my take yeah. is, penises are funny. 
Erect penises are hilarious regardless of the gender they're being plunged into. So it, it's homoerotic humor about two homophobes. Keith, am I stretching too much or am I a bigot? Like, I, Well, you know, I feel like, yeah, okay, maybe that's a I'm little a too far. That might have gone a little too far, but the Lady G thing is not. And as far as I'm concerned, it's sort of, again, like I said, if these are people, if people are spending their time coming after you for that, then they need to figure out a way to help those gay people that are in the Ukraine. Because uh, a friend of mine just put together, there's a, um, a GoFundMe page where he's working on helping the uh, gay refugees that are in the Ukraine, some of them that are managing to get out, and the ones that are still fighting. And so those are people like, you know, if they really want to be concerned about what's going on, that's what they should do. Spend, send $5. Hey, guys. Uh-oh. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's hey. up? Hey, Goddess has, has come down to earth. Hi. <laughs> what's come down? Um, I, I just wanted to, um, you said something about uh, that's something that Katanji learned at Harvard, you know, that customer service. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's something that we learned early on. Um, from parents about, you know, from your parents about, you know, you conduct yourself this way around this, you know, around them, you say around them. Yeah. So that, so (laughs) that they don't, they don't get scared. And you know who doesn't get that talk? You know, who doesn't get that talk? Spoiled Mm -hmm. rich white kids like Brett Kavanaugh. Nope. They don't. Now that's an interesting question. What do you tell your son, John? Because you, you know, you are one of the few people, at least as far as in my sphere, that is very, very in tune with your relationship with people from, you know, with your relationship with people in general. So how well, do you help? I don't know about that. that? Uh, well, no, you know I'm, I'm blessed. Of ha- I'm blessed of having a child who uh, it goes to a, uh, a public school in New York City with a minority white population. And uh, my kid doesn't have to read about diversity in a book. He gets it. He lives it. Uh, his Every teachers, day. his classmates, his friends he brings over here. Um, and I also live in a city that's very diverse. So my child has had Muslim friends and black friends and gay friends and, and, and <laughs> bisexual friends and artists and gypsies and whoever else is, is you know, we, we invite into this place. So uh, I'm raising yeah. an all around freak, but a freak with empathy. Freak with so, empathy. I still love go. that he thinks I'm the genie from Aladdin. So that makes me day. <laughs> that makes my day. <laughs> He said you reminded him of the genie from Aladdin because you were so fun. The rest he didn't get. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. Dot Georgetown dot edu slash podcast. The war in Ukraine enters month number two, and apparently there have been many efforts by the U.S. top defense and military leaders to speak with their Russian counterparts in the last month. The Washington Post reports today that all of those entreaties have been rejected. It's the world's, as the Post says, it's the world's two largest nuclear superpowers in the dark 
about explanations for military movements, and it raises fears of a major miscalculation or battlefield accident. Biden said today that if Russia were to use chemical weapons in Ukraine, it would trigger a response from NATO. They said, what do you mean by a response? And Biden said, I thought very shrewdly, the nature of the response would depend on the nature of the use. Here is NATO leader Jens Stoltenberg announcing the organization would begin furnishing Ukraine with the necessary equipment to protect themselves against a chemical attack. Allies agreed to supply equipment uh, to help Ukraine protect against uh, chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats. Uh, This could include um, uh, detection uh, equipment, uh, protection and medical support, as well as training uh, for uh, decontamination and crisis management. Biden also supports expelling Russia from the G20 over the invasion of Ukraine. I would have supported it over the invasion of Crimea or Georgia or Chechnya, but hey, better late than never. That would further isolate Putin on the international stage. Meanwhile, Mr. Sexy Time, President Vladimir Zelensky, has begged the world again to be steadfast in their support now that we're entering month two. He said, come from your offices, your homes, your schools and universities. Come in the name of peace. Come with Ukrainian symbols to support Ukraine, to support freedom, to support life. This is a new video message. And, you know, biking around New York City, Chris, it's been amazing to see how many people have the Ukraine flag in their windows in virtually every neighborhood. Um, Ukraine accused Moscow today of forcibly taking hundreds of thousands of civilians from destroyed Ukrainian cities into Russia, where some of them could be used as hostages to try to pressure Zelensky to give up. Uh, Ukraine's ombudsman person, Lyudmala Denisova, forgive me for my pronunciation problems, um, said 402,000 people, including 84,000 children, have been taken from Ukraine into Russia against their will. The Kremlin said that the people who were relocated want to go to Russia, just so you know how craven it is. I mean, Russia is now kidnapping people and essentially saying, oh, they want to be here. It's spring break. Here's Joe Biden when asked if Russia had lost its right to membership in the G20 group of nations earlier today. And then also, do you think uh, that Russia needs to be removed from the G20? On the latter point, my answer is yes. That depends on the G20. Um, I, that, that was raised today. And uh, I raised the possibility if that can't be done, if Indonesia and others do not agree, then we should, in my view, asked to have both uh, um, Ukraine uh, be able to attend the meetings as well as uh, um, basically Ukraine being able to attend the G20 meeting and observe. Uh, Let's go to Mike in Michigan. Good evening, sir. You're on Sirius XM. Hey, John. Hi. Hello. Duck Soup. Great movie. My favorite. Yeah. You mentioned some others, but uh, you know this. This. Uh, <laughs> what made you say duck soup? It was because it was Chico Marx's birthday yesterday. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You mentioned some other movies you really liked, and I agree. That, that mirror scene is amazing. Yeah. Damn amazing. It's a classic. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I posted it last night on Twitter. It's my son's favorite Marx Brothers scene. It is not their best film. But the uh, do you have a cigar scene from from at the circus is just I think Chico's maybe his funniest moment. 
I'll have to check that out. But <laughs> the hat seeds are pretty good too. It's, it's I agree. Insane. But hey, I you, agree. you know what? Uh, you know Howard Stern has his uh, gang. What do they call his gang? The the Wax Pack. Yeah. Uh, you're you're getting to be uh, like a Wax Packer yourself. You got this uh, this guy from uh, Mike in Florida. Holy cow! What a wacko there is. Oh, that's his uh, Mike. I always I keep thinking it's Rob the racist. It's Mike the racist in Florida. I, I confuse them in yeah, one amorphous globule of male mediocrity. Because of his call, I almost changed my name. I'm crazy, Mike, in, in Michigan, not just regular Mike. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, we, we. for those who don't know, we have a couple of racists who just, I, I don't know, they're hopeless romantics, and they never give up on calling and wanting our attention. You got, you got some beautiful people out there, Mark in Portland and uh, the Sela in Texas. She was yes. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. No, we have wonderful listeners here. I mean, when they when they first said to me, hey, you want to go do a show at what the fuck o'clock on Sirius? I was like, well, well who's going to call? And and Dean said to me, no one's going to call. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we were expecting no calls at all. I was coming in here booking this thing with nothing but guests because I just thought I'm going to be podcasting here. And the best part of the whole gig has been uh, how many people have called in. And initially we thought, well, people on the West Coast will be in their cars going home. They'll call. Then there's a plague as soon as we launch in this time slot. And no one's driving home anymore in the evenings on the West Coast. But the calls we've gotten have been so great. We have regulars. We have new callers every night. And uh, it's all across the country. Like, even though we're at a time slot, I guess, geared towards the West Coast, we have people from all time zones, including the state of Canada, who call us every night. Yeah, Brian in Oregon. Oh, my God, he was great. Uh, I can't. And I always look forward to Mitch in Kent State. He's oh, a good well, guy. okay. Yeah. I, can, I can arrange that meeting. By the way, this day in music history, uh, on this day in 1958, uh, Elvis Presley uh, reported to the draft board in Memphis, Tennessee. And, today was uh, the day, huh? Today was a day. <laughs> and wow. he went off like a regular soldier, okay? So, yeah, you know, he was a regular guy. But, hey, uh, the Supreme Court justice, this is too, way too close to an election to have a Supreme Court justice, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, Mitch McConnell that, thinks so. Yeah, yeah, listen, I mean, I mean there's, there's it's like I mean, I mean, 40 million Americans had already voted when they rushed through Amy Coney Barrett and they made Merrick Garland sit around for a whole year. Nobody in the Republican so Party so should be allowed to pretend they have any credibility on this issue. Miss Jackson is so brilliant. I'm, I, I, I can't believe it. She she's just smarter than the rest of the guys around her. But, uh, you know, when they ask her about, uh, uh, you know, should the Supreme Court be televised? I wish she, she missed an opportunity. She should have said to them, I don't think this shit should be televised. <laughs> well, there we disagree. I'm glad it's televised. Well, I think it's a I'm great not, civics I, lesson. I, also, I think the Supreme Court should be. I, I also think that executions should be televised. I think if we're paying for stuff, we should get to watch it. I agree. I agree. Maybe you'd see how gory it really is. You know, I mean, let me tell you. And hey, we, you know, yeah. Talk about Steve McQueen. With Steve McQueen, uh, that uh, fantasy thing in Hollywood, that movie they made, whoever played Steve McQueen, he nailed it. He, you mean the Quentin Tarantino the movie? The Quentin Tarantino film? Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. 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 You know what, Chris? I'm inclined to agree. The guy who plays Steve McQueen in that one scene in the backyard of the Playboy Mansion, he kind of nails it. They light him from the back so he doesn't have to look too much like him. But yeah, I think that guy nails Steve McQueen. 
mean English actor? He does. Damian it's Lewis? an attitude. Yes. Who is he, Chris? Damian Lewis. That's him. From um, yeah. Homeland and <laughs> Band of Brothers. Wow, he had that right in the tip of his tongue. Look at that. And the, the scene with him uh, with with Brad Pitt on the roof is just fantastic. You know, I just with the antenna and crap, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't so, notice okay. that scene. Uh, yeah, good to know. Um, good to know what you'll be watching tonight, Mike. I'm glad to I hear didn't. it. I, I've seen <laughs> anyway. I only rewound hey, that by scene the way, five, six, seven hundred times. I don't understand you straight guys. I really don't. Go ahead. <laughs> just just keep, keep the, uh, uh, you know, we got to keep cannabis on the ballot. And, yes. uh, you know, voting rights, it's amazing. You know, I was in Germany four different times for business at General Motors. And, the, and a friend of mine in Germany said, you know, and I channel surf before we go out drinking beer and stuff. And I'm not a beer drinker, but it's really good in Germany. Anyway, uh, uh, Hogan's Heroes was on uh, 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 late at night. But anyway, uh, every night there's something about the Holocaust. Yeah. And I asked Norbert, my friend in Germany, he says, it's because we never, never forget. We, They're so ashamed of what happened with the Jews. And they're so ashamed. And we should be just yeah. as ashamed. I agree. Of what we've got, the blacks, which is 10 times more than what the Jews got. You know, I, we should be ashamed of that, not be I agree. afraid to say we're ashamed of it. I say this all you the know? time. A lot more human beings were killed under our slavery and our apartheid than were killed in the five, six years of the Holocaust. The Confederate flag right. is the American swastika. And the very fact, the fact that you can still fly it and not be ashamed shows how we don't take slavery. And slavery is genocide. We don't take it, it seriously. Is. It is. We still but, don't take yeah, slavery seriously also, in this country. I will say so that here in America, we do yes. have World War II and the Holocaust on television every day, except it's not in the in the space of education and remembrance. It's entertainment, and it's on the History yes. Channel. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you something about the History Channel with your ice road truckers and all that, and all your middle-aged men with impacted colons throwing axes at things. Let me tell you something. Hitler built that channel. Do you remember the 90s? Remember the 90s? Oh, hey, Friends is a rerun. Let's see what Hitler's doing. Oh, he's annexing the Sudetenland. I'm going to Hitler and chill. Hitler built oh. that channel. The Fuhrer built that channel, and now they've forgotten him. That was their slogan. For I gotta, I gotta, you know, that was their slogan. All Hitler all the time. The house that Hitler built. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I want to get off. I want to get out of here so Mitch and Kent State can come on. So uh, Okay. You Thank you very great, much. You gotta, Look, you gotta I'm just saying. Back. Thank you. Time. Thank you, Mike. I'm just saying I, I, I have a dream that History Channel will admit that Hitler built their entire apparatus. Or maybe it's a conf. I have. 